Welcome to Marriage Talk podcast. In today's Marriage Talk, Pastor Preeti talks about the importance of personal prayer and how important it is to intentionally pursue what God has for our marriage. Hope this will bless you. Greetings in Jesus' precious name. Welcome to Marriage Talk Podcast. This is a place where we intend to bring you devotions, conversations, teachings that is going to help you, equip you and empower you to lead a God-ordained marriage. If you're not married yet, this will help you to find the right person and to prepare you in your journey to get married. My prayer this morning is that this devotion will thoroughly bless you and thoroughly equip you and thoroughly push you into the next level of what God wants to do in your marriage. Today I'd like to talk about how important it is for us to focus on prayer not just within our marriage, not just a time of family prayer, but a time of personal prayer, a time and a season and an intentionality of going after what God wants to do in our marriage. Now for those of you who are not yet married, this would mean that you begin to pray for your future spouse, that you begin to envision him or her and start declaring how the Lord has planned for your marriage to be blessed and everything that you want to see being a part and partial of the character the lifestyle and the behaviors the heart the mind of your future life partner start praying for that right now so often we pray once we are married and once we encounter a problem we begin to pray for those areas but can the young people that are listening to this podcast behave differently? Can you begin to pray for your future spouse now? Because before marriage is the best time for you to be prepared for your marriage that you're going to be committed for a lifetime. So how much can God do now when you're yielded to him, when you pray and when you declare and when you release what God needs to do in your future spouse. See, your prayer, it is very powerful when you pray intentionally, when you pray focused prayers, and when you pray uh, with laser-sharp accuracy. And this season, the Lord is calling you to do so for the person that you would be spending the rest of your life with. See, we can pray for all sorts of people in our lives, our employers, our colleagues at work, people that we are related to, our best friends. But how important is it for us to pray for the person that has the greatest influence in our lives? And that's going to be our spouse. And in this season, God is pushing you, my dear friend, to intentionally pursue his heart concerning the future spouse. Instead of praying, show me the person. Why don't you pray? Say, God, make this person humble. Whoever you're going to bring into my life, make him wise. Make him the kind of person that is going to reflect your heart and your mind. And 
even more important it is for us to pray for ourselves. This is applicable for both married and unmarried people. More than praying for your spouse, you should be even praying for yourself. You should pray that there will be abundance of grace in every step of your life. There will be abundance of wisdom in everything that you do. And that your eyes will be filled with discernment. Why don't you pray that over yourself? Now, this is uh, very much required when we are under stress, when we are under a situation, a challenge, a problem. But rather than praying, when we are caught up in a mess on how to get out of it, why don't you pray for wisdom in advance? Jesus taught his disciples to pray before the temptation arrives, before the problem arrives. You know, the disciples were tempted to run away from Jesus when he was about to be arrested. But before the problem came itself, Jesus asked them to pray and to uh, ask God for grace to overcome the temptation when it actually does arrive. So in this season, can you just intentionally pray for yourself? More than praying for your spouse, pray for yourself. And you pray saying, God, I want to be the man or I want to be the woman that will be a blessing to my spouse. I don't want to be a headache. I don't want to be the reason that they will stumble in their relationship with you. I don't want to be the reason why they will slow down. I don't want to be the reason why their understanding on marriage will be devalued or why they will stop trusting a man or a woman. I want to be the reason why they will have another encounter with God. And when you pray like this over yourself, you should also be prepared to change any areas of your life that the Lord is going to show you how he is going to impact those areas of your life to make you new, transform you into a new personality. The intentionality of a prayerful believer will never be left unanswered or unaccounted for. God will come to your rescue when you're intentional to pursue God for a change and a transformation in any area of your life. One of the best things that you need to pray for in your marriage, this is not just for yourself, but even for your spouse, is uh, for the fruit of the Holy Spirit to manifest in every time, every conversation, every dealings that you will have with your spouse. See, every day morning when you wake up, if you can say, Lord, today let love reign in this house. Today let your joy reign in our conversations. Today let your peace reign in everything that we speak and do and decide to do. Today let there be faithfulness in our home. Today let there be self-control. Today let there be gentleness. Today let there be patience, kindness, goodness. When you ask God for grace to walk in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, see, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is not something that will result or manifest overnight. You will have to work towards it. You will have to take active steps and measures to cultivate it in your life. And one of the best ways to do that 
besides all the training and the equipping that you would receive from God's word is for you to pray for it, hunger for it, desire for it. And when you pray together with your spouse, pray this as something that you want to see manifest in your conversations, in your relationship. Let your children begin to witness how you crave for these things. See, we spend a lot of time praying for provisions that we need from God or blessings or answers that we need from God or a new house or a new uh, job or whatever things that we've been praying for a long time. But if we would pray for the fruit of the Spirit with the same passion, with the same devotion, our children will begin to witness what is true priorities in our home. They cannot be seeing us pray for material and temporal blessings all the time while we devalue the eternal and the blessings, the characters that can actually bring us value and favor in heaven's standard. Today, the Lord is asking us intentionally to pray for the fruit of the Holy Spirit to manifest in our dealings with our spouse. This is one encouragement I give to every married couple that walk into my office is that you need to pray for the fruit of the Holy Spirit to manifest in your home on a daily basis. Pick up one fruit and pray that over your home every day. Another thing that you can actually pray for, uh, pray this over yourself first before you pray for your spouse, is that you will have the humility to receive feedback or correction. See, when God put us into a marriage, God intended for our spouse, whether it be a husband or a wife, to challenge you, to help you see how you can become a better version of who you are. Now, some of these things that they are going to challenge you with will make sense to you and some will not make sense to you. A lot of it will be born out of personality differences. A lot of it will be born out of the different experiences and environments that you've had as you grow up. Yeah, but irrespective of all of that, the heart that we uh, use to receive these feedback, that is more important. See, it's not about if the feedback is correct or not. The question, the real question is whether this feedback is what you, uh, how you receive this feedback and what, how did you respond to this feedback? Did you have humility in your response? Or did you just brush it off under the carpet saying, oh wait, I don't think you're being correct in your evaluation. Your partner or your are not expecting to be 100% right when they bring something up to you. But your humility to have a conversation about these topics will go a long way in them being real and blunt and frank with you in future conversations. So pray today and ask God for grace and humility to receive feedback or correction from your spouse. Sometimes it'll be a correction, sometimes it'll just be a normal feedback. But ask God for grace to receive that feedback, to receive that correction. You know, when you pray, your heart gets prepared. And if you see that you've been bringing something up to your spouse on a regular basis, but they are not receiving this well, 
then why don't you pray for your spouse and say, Lord, fill my husband, fill my wife with the grace to receive this feedback, to receive this correction. Give them the, the humility required or the understanding required to see what I am seeing and they are not able to see. See, it's not that they don't want to receive it. It's just that they are not able to see what you can see yourself. And so you can intentionally pray towards it and desire for that to become a reality in your life and in your spouse. And one of the things that uh, we usually don't pray on a regular basis is the strength to have a purpose and the grace to be productive in your marriage. We pray for our careers to be purposeful and productive. We pray for our ministries to grow and have uh, all the right direction. We pray for our children to be blessed. And yet, very few people pray for their marriage to have a purpose, for, for their marriage to be productive. And when I use the word productive, it's not just about how many children you have or how many homes you build or what all you did in the physical realm. But there was definitely a divine plan of God when he brought an Adam and Eve together. God gave them a garden which they were supposed to tend and watch and take care of together. And it is necessary that you discover the purpose of your marriage. And sometimes the reason God has not revealed the purpose of your marriage to you is because you've not prayed about it or you've not sought God's heart concerning that. So on a daily basis, can you pray for this? Can you desire for this? Can you ask God for the strength to have purpose in everything that you do in your marriage? That your marriage will have a divine grace to be purposeful. That there will be divine productivity. That everything that you guys do together will bring eternal fruit. And when you pray like that, sit in the presence of God together as a couple and ask God for things that you need to do specifically to bless your marriage and to bless other people's marriages, to bless your home and even to bless your church or your city or your nation. And this is not what you do just as a husband or a wife, but something that you got to do together. Now, the Lord wants the husband to be productive on his own, the wife to be productive on his own. And at the same time, God wants you to be productive together. There is a unique call of God over both of your lives and there is a call of God over your marriage, which God is going to accomplish through you guys when you pray together into that direction. So pray specifically. Say, God, show me what was in your heart when you brought us together. Now, what you heard 20 years back when you got married may not be the same thing that you would hear today. God would want to do something fresh, something new in your marriage today. So give in to that, yield to it and say, Lord, what do you have for us in this season? When we are surrounded by this raging pandemic, how can me and my wife or me and my husband, how can we serve you and help the people around us in a season like this? Show us the purpose of our marriage in this season. Another thing that is very often uh, left to the 
sides or left to the times when we have a catastrophe or a crisis is that we don't pray for a spirit of purity. So pray today and say, God, fill my marriage with a spirit of purity. And let my lifestyle be one that is going to be set apart to only glorifying you. Everything that I do, I engage in, let it be purely for your glory. So help me to overcome every temptation. Help me to overcome any adulterous invasions into my marriage. Help me to resist the temptations that the enemy is going to bring into my life and to resist the devil and to resist everything that the enemy will do to cause a division within my marriage. See, the impurities that walk into our lives, they don't always come in the form of a giant demonic spirit that is trying to attack you. They all come in the form of one tiny mistake or one tiny compromise. It could be a television series you watch or it could be an internet pornography addiction that you've been tolerating or it could just be a conversation with a person of the opposite gender that you didn't spend a lot of time addressing or overcoming. Whatever they may be, if in this season, if you would ask God to help you overcome that spirit of impurity, and to fill your house with a spirit of purity. Pray that for your husband. Pray that for your wife. See, it's very easy for us to sit and advise the other person saying, you shouldn't be doing that or you shouldn't be saying that. But it's much, much more powerful when we spend time praying for them and declaring God's heart for their life. And say, Lord, let us be a husband. Let me be a husband. Let me be a wife that is going to be set apart one, for God. Second, for my spouse. Nobody else will see this side of me. Nobody else will experience this intimacy that I can have with my spouse. Nobody else. This belongs exclusively. This is set apart for my spouse. Pray that. Pray that. Pray scriptures that concerns purity upon your marriage. And one of the things that we... Um, don't really spend a lot of time worrying about is the words that come out of our mouth on a day-to-day -day basis. And today, the Lord is asking us to pray over our words, over our confessions, and over our conversations. See, on a day-to-day -day basis, we do life, and we are encountered with so many challenges, uh, financial sometimes, physical or relational, and then we just think and we speak whatever we are thinking and we are not prayerful over the words that come out of our mouth. The Bible says that we need to be quick to listen but we need to be slow to speak. And what do you do in that time of being slow to speak? You pray about what you are speaking. So today, before you start your day, can you ask God to put a hedge over everything that will come out of your mouth. See, in a moment of anger, we say things that we regret 20 years later. We curse our own marriage. We curse our own health. We curse our own finances. We curse the people around us. And then we are wondering, why is it that my prayers are not being answered? So there is a lot of 
power in your words today before you speak something ask god to put a hedge over everything that will come out of your mouth every confession that will be released let it be a confession that will be in accordance that will be in alignment to the will of god for your life and also pray for just ordinary normal conversations that you're going to have in the home see it was just a conversation that eve had with the enemy which led the entire family astray and today if you can pray and say lord let every conversation that we would engage in as a couple or as individuals let it bring glory to you let it bring honor to you and put a hedge over your confessions and over your conversations it is going to go a long way in releasing the protection of god over your marriage see we can't expect god to just protect us just because you said protect my marriage you have to pinpoint to that voice of the serpent and you have to cancel that voice the bible says no weapon formed against you shall prosper in every tongue that rises against you you will condemn so today identify those voices identify those conversations identify those people if required identify even those confessions that has come out of your mouth that you need to pray a hedge against uh, you know and just release it into the atmosphere before you go on with your day see prayer is a very powerful weapon if you will use the power of prayer in your marriage you will have a successful marriage and the enemy doesn't like it and that is why he is going to use the people around you he is going to use your colleagues your family members even sometimes to release an evil eye do you know that when your marriage is happy there are people around you that will consciously and sometimes even subconsciously become jealous of you and that jealousy can give words a uh, power the words that come out of their mouth when they are jealous of you and that jealousy combined with those words that come out of their mouth at that time can together become a witchcraft that can work against you now this is even true about christians that are going to be praying negative prayers over your life and sometimes it's true about people from other faith that are going to do witchcraft intentional black magic or witchcraft against you or there are going to be demonic attacks that are going to be released against your family from time to time based on how important uh, of an assignment you guys are doing together so today before you carry on with your day i want you to pray intentionally and ask god to uh, expose the work of the enemy first and second ask god to give you a key or a principle to overcome each and every witchcraft each and every jealous eye each and every demonic attack that is coming against your marriage see it is no uh, point there is absolutely no point in praying for a deliverance once you've already been destroyed so it's necessary that we pray before we land up in a soup before we are caught up from all sides pray when you are still yet to enter into the trouble and ask god to give you 
the grace. Jesus taught us to pray a prayer that said, lead me not into temptation and deliver us and deliver me from all evil. Now, Jesus knew that God is going to protect us from evil. And yet Jesus expected his disciples to pray and ask God to help them and to ask God to give them the grace to overcome all the evil that will come against them. Evil is a real thing, my dear friend. Don't ever think that everything that is happening in your marriage is because of your doing or because of your spouse's doing. There are so many demonic warfare that is waging against our marriages on a daily basis. The reason being that there is great power in your unity and the enemy knows it. And so he's trying to turn you against your spouse so that the good things that God has planned for you, the great things that God has birthed in your marriage, it will not be manifesting ultimately. So today, pray against every evil eye, jealousy, witchcraft and demonic attacks that come against your marriage. Last but not the least, there are three things that I constantly believe and pray for. I say, Lord, fill me with love. Fill my marriage with divine faith and let there be hope in every situation that we face. Let us never reach a place where we do not have hope in a situation, in a decision, anything that we need to make. Let there be always hope. See, Paul said it like this in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. He said, there are three things that will last forever. That is, even when you get to heaven, you will still need faith to relate with God. Even when you get to heaven, you would still need to have hope. Even when you get to heaven, you will still need love. So pray that these three things will become the foundation for every decision you make in your home. Don't let finances be the decision, be the foundation for your decision. Don't let your immediate resources or the lack of those resources be the reason or the foundation for your decision. Don't let anything that is superficial, what people say about you or what people uh, don't say about you or how people view you or perceive you be the reason for you to make those kind of decisions or to move in that particular direction in your life. Make sure that you're making your decisions based on love, based on faith and based on divine hope. So today, before you make those decisions, why don't you pray that? See, each and every one of these things that I mentioned are things that you need to practically do. And yet, before you do them, why don't you spend time praying over, over them, praying about these things and, and declaring that when the need arises, when you reach that point, you will be able to take the right step. So pray for continual love, faith and hope to become the foundation for every decision and in every circumstance. Can I just quickly rewind everything that I have shared? First, if you're not married, why don't you pray for your future spouse? Second, spend time praying for yourself and pray and say, God, fill me with grace and give me the wisdom that you have in store for me and give me discernment. Then pray for the fruit of the Holy Spirit to manifest 
in each and every one of your dealings with your spouse. When you talk to her, when she speaks with you, all of the things that go about in your home, let it be governed by the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Another thing that you need to pray for is the grace and the humility that you need to receive constant feedback and correction from your spouse. We can receive it from a leader or a pastor very willingly, but pray that today you will have the grace to even receive it from your wife. Another thing that we should pray for is strength to have the right purpose and to be productive in the context of marriage. And then you need to pray for a spirit of purity and a lifestyle that is set apart for your spouse. Don't forget to pray also a hedge over your confessions, the words that come out of your mouth and all the conversations that you're going to have in your home. Pray even against every evil eye, jealousy, witchcraft or demonic attacks that the enemy is raging against your family. And then pray that love, faith and hope will become the foundation to every choice, every decision, every circumstance, every thing that you're surrounded by, everything that you would do in your marriage, it'll be based on faith, on love and on hope. So that's my encouragement to you today on how you should pray. See, in this season, I've been reading a book called The Power of a Praying Husband. It's by Stormy Omartian. It's a good, great resource for each and every one of you husbands out there. And for you, wives, you should pick up the book called The Power of a Praying Wife. Now, there are actual prayers that are mentioned in each of these chapters that you can pick up and pray over your spouse. And it will definitely help you to be laser sharp and intentionally pray for your spouse. This is something that you don't have to rush through to read, but it's a good resource for you to read like five minutes or ten minutes every day. And just pray that over your spouse. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I really believe that the Lord spoke to you in one way or the other. If you are blessed, make sure to go on our Telegram channel and let us know how you were blessed. What did God speak to you? What did God minister to your heart today from this topic on marriage talk? And also, if you've been here for a while, you know that we have special guests that come every alternate episode. So if you would like to help us bring more guests on this podcast and to make sure that the reach of this podcast goes to more couples, consider partnering with us financially as well. And it will definitely be a big blessing to so many people that are receiving these podcasts on a, a weekly basis. The link for that is pastorpriji.com slash donate and you'll have an option to send us a one-time donation or even to partner with us on a monthly basis. And whatever you choose to do, may the Lord honor your seed and your heart and your love for us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Have a blessed and a beautiful weekend ahead. Thank you for tuning into today's Marriage Talk podcast. Hope it was a blessing to you. Do subscribe for more resources at pastorpreeti.com slash podcast.